get tired of listening to me that long too. <laughs> Mine can only take as long as the seat can endure. John chapter 14, verse 3. honored to be one of the speakers and uh, I have to be last to be on the program well, I'll take that every year <laughs> if that's what if that's what it has to be so uh, uh, that doesn't bother me Ben, I enjoy hearing good preaching and I heard some good preaching uh, this weekend preachers need preach to too and uh, I was preached to thank the Lord for that Appreciate all your hard work, hospitality. I know it is hard work, and uh, uh, you all look tired, and uh, we appreciate that. Uh, it's good that uh, uh, we have others to provide such a thing as a conference for us, and we, uh, I and everyone else really do appreciate that. Let not your heart be troubled, in verse 1, you believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. What if Jesus comes today? When we read that verse, that's what we ought to think about it. What if that's today? And it might be today. It'd suit me just fine. I'm ready to get out of here. I was telling somebody a while ago, I was up on a job I felt like a lot for two weeks. All the people I was around, I well, we had long to go, and I just drug up. I uh, really didn't want to take it anymore. <laughs> all the filth and the, all that goes on with people, you just get tired of it, don't you? And uh, I'd just soon get out of here today, but God has a time, and by His grace, we'll endure under that time. But what if He does come today? If you're here saved, today will be the greatest day of your life. And it will only be the beginning of eternity if Jesus comes today. We have uh, in the book of 1 Thessalonians some encouraging words for the saints of God that we go to from time to time and, and dwell upon these uh, words. But in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, but notice in verse 13, it said, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Well, I've been to a lot of funerals where there wasn't any hope. I had to preach a funeral one time or twice. But there just wasn't any hope. And all I could do was tell those sinners that to trust the Lord and 
look unto him, but I couldn't give them any confidence. Unless I lied and I wasn't going to lie about it. I'd like to have confidence, but I didn't. And they didn't have any hope. But we have hope. We have hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. You know, one of the most amazing uh, thing in, in, in these verses to me is that God is not sending for us, but He's coming Himself. Right. And we have a Savior that loved us and died for us and lived for us and took upon Himself flesh for us and endured all that He did uh, in that flesh for 33 some odd years and he did that because he loved us and he loves us now and he can't hardly wait to come back and get us. You know that, 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 that love uh, is not something that uh, is uh, just a dull love or, or anything like that. It's a real love. And when Christ comes back for us, He's coming in the clouds and there He's going to receive us unto Himself. So if Jesus comes today, you know, we're going to meet our Savior. You ask me what He looks like. I don't know what He looks like. I don't know what He looks like, uh, you know, exactly. But I'll know Him when I see Him. I know that. And there's going to be millions of them up there in the clouds and I guarantee you that we'll know Jesus apart from all those millions. We'll see our Savior. And that could just be in a few moments. And all of the waiting and all of the wondering and all of the hoping, all of that will be over. We'll experience that. We'll meet our Savior in the clouds and we'll meet our loved ones in the clouds. Many have uh, lost their loved ones and they've gone on to be with the Lord. And maybe today you'll see them. Maybe you'll see them today. Just depending on whether Jesus comes back today or not. Maybe in a short while we'll be in heaven. And we'll stroll into heaven and oh, what a sight it's going to be. Such a sight that mortal man can't describe that. And if I were to, by the power of God, to go up into heaven and try and come back and explain it to you, you wouldn't be able to comprehend it. Somebody spoke the other day, yesterday I believe it was, about looking down into the Grand Canyon. 
And uh, that is a beautiful sight. But all oh, heaven, heaven with all of its streets of gold, and heaven with the mansions there, and heaven with the angels round about the throne of God, heaven, that place where singing is continual and uh, the love of God uh, is such that all there are feeling that and experience that and uh, in their uh, sinless bodies. What a day that will be. If Jesus comes back today, we won't be in that crowd that has to come up out of the dust, will we? We're going to be part of that crowd that's alive and remain. We're going to be part of that crowd that has gone to church today. That's been faithful to God today. And we'll meet the Savior in the air. If Jesus comes back today, I will go on in and face the judgment seat of Christ. We read over in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 about the judgment seat. I wonder how often we uh, think of that. Verse 13, Every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so is by fire. We fail the Lord a lot. We're saved. And we're going to go on into heaven one of these days and face the judgment seat of Christ. And there we're going to be judged according to our service to Him. If you're saved here today, are you, you ready to face that judgment seat? If you're saved here today, are you ready to go on in and, and meet the Lord and uh, face Him as far as your life is concerned? I'll tell you, if I was saved and wasn't a Baptist, and uh, I'd, I'd heard that, uh, uh, you know, the Baptist church is the only church there is, I believe I'd be wanting to straighten that out before I left here. Or if I was a Baptist and uh, I was out of fellowship with God, I believe I'd want to straighten that out before I left here. If I was a preacher that hadn't been as faithful as I ought to, I ought to be wanting to straighten that out before I left here, shouldn't I? Or if I was a church member and hadn't been what I ought to be as a church member, I, I, I believe, uh, you know, if I really believe this, you know, do we really believe this? It might be today or 
we think something else has to happen. You waiting on something to happen over in Israel before you think God comes back? You waiting on uh, old, uh, Putin to do something? You waiting on Obama to do something? Well, you better be waiting on the Trump. And you better be waiting on the voice of the archangel because that might be today. And beloved, when we leave this world, that's it. As far as our service to God, what we can do, as far as our reward is concerned, it's over. I used to have a football coach, uh, he'd, he'd tell us, uh, boys, don't leave it on the field. Or leave it on the field, he'd say that. Give all you can while you're out there. I can say the same thing to Baptists. Give it all you got while you're here because when you're gone, it, it, it's over. As far as this lively service is concerned. So if you're not ready to face the judgment seat, uh, and I don't say that behind the pulpit too often, y'all get ready. <laughs> y'all get ready. We can get ready. The Bible says the bride has made herself ready. And that's what it means. She made herself ready. She served God. She served God in the truth. She served God uh, in His New Testament church. She made herself ready and acceptable as a bride. So are you ready to go before the Lord today? Let him try you by fire. I would hope so. Well, what if you're unsaved? What if you're here not saved today? Jesus may come today. What does that mean to the unsaved? Well, in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, a lot of people have their opinions about end times and, and all this. You know, the Bible tells us a lot about end times. And here in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, right after Jesus comes, when He comes, we find out what's going to be happening on the earth. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto Him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there Come a falling away first. I understand somebody mentioned something today about a falling away. There's going to be a falling away. There is a falling away. And again, I don't see anything out there, you know, you know as far as uh, we're concerned, that would prevent Jesus Christ from coming today. 
I was talking to a man the other day, and he, he got into all this Rothschild uh, uh, stuff and uh, the Chase family stuff and all, all this. I said, I don't know a thing about that. I said, I don't care about that. It, it, it doesn't mean anything to me. All I know is that Jesus Christ could come at any moment. And I don't believe that you know uh, this has to happen and this has to happen and this group and that group. All I know uh, is what the Bible says. And notice what it says. Except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. I know that when Jesus Christ comes for his people, that immediately, immediately among the Jews and among the Gentiles, that they're going to receive the Antichrist, as he sits in uh, Jerusalem pretending to be God, they're going to accept him as God. No matter what they believed before, no matter what they thought before, <coughs> they're going in the tribulation period unsaved, and they're going to be deceived. You know, a lot of unsaved people, uh, they talk about 666 and uh, all these They're going to be deceived. So if you're here today, don't think for a moment that if Jesus came today, you'd be alright just because you'd gone to a church. And you'd be alright just because uh, you heard somebody talk about future things. If you're left here when Jesus comes, you'll be deceived. And you'll believe a lie. That's what the Bible said. Remember ye, not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things, and you knew uh, what withholdeth he that might be revealed in his time, for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now leadeth will let until he be taken out of the way, speaking of the uh, Holy Spirit, who is uh, holding these things back and holding people back from doing what they naturally would do. But in Verse 11 it says, And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. So when all of God's people are raptured out, everybody that's left behind is going to believe a lie. Every one of them. Now later on, Later on, after three and a half years, after the witnesses have preached and the angels have gone into the four corners of the world and preached the Word of God, there will be a number that no man can number be saved. There will be people saved. Out of that number, they believe the lie. But I tell you, if I was here today, I wouldn't put much... I wouldn't put my hope there in being saved. I put my hope in Christ now. Because a lot of those people in the tribulation period are going to die. They're going to die of great hailstones, 120 pound hailstones, on fire. 
the scorching heat of the sun. Locusts going around and biting uh, individuals. There's going to be a lot of death at that time. So I, I wouldn't put my confidence there and hope there that when I, you know, you see all this thing coming, you might be saved. I'd be saved now. I trust Christ now. He enabled me to I'd do that now. To be left behind and not go with the saints of God in the rapture leaves one in the wrath of God. And even if you are saved during the tribulation period, you might suffer for that. You might suffer because of that. You might be martyred because of that. A good chance of that, isn't it? Martyred even maybe by one's own family. I trust Christ now. You'll be deceived in believing the lies of the Antichrist, believing he's God. Believing in one that lies to you and leads you into the fires of hell forever and ever. Back in John chapter 3 and verse 15. We have some words for now. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. You hear the words of God? Hear what the Bible says? Whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. They'll live forever. They'll live forever in that glorious heaven that we was talking about there a few moments ago. They'll not go through this time uh, uh, period, the wrath of God. They'll not face that. <coughs> They'll be saved forever. For God sent not... His Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world that through that through the that the world through him might be saved. Message of salvation. That the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Sinners are already condemned. Sinners have been lied to and taught their whole lives that there's no judgment or no condemnation until they all get before God and uh, uh, at the white throne judgment and then they're 
judge there, you know, the good deeds and the bad deeds and all that stuff. The Bible says you're condemned already outside of Christ. Already condemned. No question whether one is guilty or innocent. All are guilty. The whole world is guilty before God. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Go out here and preach this same message to hundreds of people and not one person believe and not one person say, I want to be saved, but get mad over that and that proves the Bible to be true. You know, people are always looking for proofs of the Bible to be true. People prove it to be true every day. People don't like you. That makes the Bible true. They don't like Jesus. The Bible's true. They curse God. The Bible's true. Their deeds are evil and they love darkness. It's true. The atheists themselves are the biggest provers of the Bible that there are. And every one that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, and his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. So if Jesus comes today, I'd want to be saved and serving the Lord in His church. That's the place to be. It's the only place to be. And saved and in any other place, you're saved. You're saved. And I tell you, the rewards are not going to be what they are when you're saved and serving the Lord in His church. And I'll tell you that right now. There's a lot of people going to go to New Jerusalem and there's a lot of people going to look around in there. But after they get finished looking around and they're going to leave, they're going to leave and go back where they came from. If you're in the bride, that's your home. That's your home. There with the king and there with the groom. So if Jesus comes today, Saved and serving in the Lord's church. That's the place today. And I honestly believe that people that are saved and serving in the Lord's church where they ought to be, those are the same people that more often say, even co come, even so come quickly, Lord Jesus. For one that doesn't know Christ, I again point you to a Savior who has saved every person that ever came to Him. 
He saved every person that wanted to be saved. He saved every person that has looked upon Him as the Savior of their soul and has placed their faith in Him. He saved everyone. So it's not a if that I present today, but it's a positive come to Christ and be saved today because He may come today. May come today. And I hope He does.